everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. The Cliffo and Kate podcast, your Thursday edition. Thursday, the 1st of Feb, so pinch and a punch. Um, no joke, guys. Kate drove in this morning in a Ferrari. She's wearing <laughs> Louis Vuitton. She's got a gold chain around her I've neck. I've got like no news. I have nothing to tell you. I may have got a phone call. <laughs> His name was James Eddy yeah. from the lot. A lot of, she's taking those uh, Powerball tips very, very seriously. Um, you will too. They're coming up on the pod. Plus, for the first time, we tried something, which I think we both love. Yeah. Cliff on Kate's The Nickname Game. This was great. Uh, we had call Call us up, Cliffo. Give us their nicknames or their friends' nicknames, and we had to guess why they got that nickname. Yeah. We didn't do too bad, but gee, there were some crackers. There's some absolute pearlers coming up. It's the Cliffo and Kate podcast. This is Cliffo and Kate's nickname game. Tell us your nickname, and we guess how you got it. Oh, that's a good name. One triple three five three is the phone number. Tell us your nickname and we'll guess how you got it. We're calling it the nickname game. And the idea is you can call with your nickname Mm -hmm. or often I find this is the kind of segment where people throw others under the bus, Kate. I love this. One, when you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when we were sort of planning the show, I was like, this is good. North Queenslanders are great at giving people nicknames. I've done a little bit of a scour of the interwebs this morning. Me too. The internet (laughs) is full of this. (laughs) So good. I got one for you, Cliffo. Yes. Uh, There was a guy. His brother's name was Stu. He wasn't as thick as his brother, so his mates used to call him Soup. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Okay. I've got a real one for you. Okay, this yeah. is from my friend Dave. Yeah. Okay. Now Dave knows this guy, right? Okay. Um, he had, and, and this, I'm going to say this, it might sound a bit harsh, but Dave's mate called himself this. So if he calls himself it, we're allowed to repeat it on the radio. Got it. But mate, mate Dave has a mate. So this is a friend of a friend. He's got a bung eye. So one eye will look sort of at you yep. as you're having a conversation and the other eye looks in completely the other direction. Yeah. They used to call him mortgages because one eye is fixed and the other is variable. <laughs> See, that's this, what it's about. This guy used to call himself mortgages, didn't yeah. he? Everyone called him mortgages. Have you got one more? Give us one more from online if you like. Um, or I can give you one because there's just so many. Oh, this is um, – let me have a look. There was – Oh, you, you, you give me one. Hey, is, you ha- while you're looking. So Daryl Broman, yeah. uh, the big man, yeah. um, footy commentator, he calls his wife Harvey Norman. Why is that? She's shown him no interest in three years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one more. I got yeah. one more. Uh, used to work with a guy. His name was Tony. He was only five foot tall, so his nickname was Shetland Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I love him. All right, one triple three five three could be your nickname. Could be someone you work with. Yeah. I find that's a big one, particularly for tradies and council workers. Tradies. And, There's got to be some tradies oh, floating mate. around in North Queensland on the work site. Yeah. Something funny's happened and yeah. you're like, boom, new nickname. Actually, sports players, footy players are good with this too. Yeah, 100%. My, my brother used to play in a professional footy team. Every single yeah. person used to have one. Actually, my brother used to have a nickname when he played for the Waratahs. His yeah. name was Fat Cat. Uh, that was because he bared quite. <laughs> he, I mean, he well, he was a loose head prop, but he apparently bared quite a resemblance to Greg Ritchie. 
and he, whose nickname was Fat, Fat Cat. Cat. So I think it was Wendell Saylor, uh, who used to play with my brother back in the day, that nicknamed my brother Fat Cat. Oh. And he's been the cat since day dot. Nice name drop there too, by the way. <laughs> One triple three five three nickname game. Tell us a nickname. Could be yours or someone else's. <laughs> One triple three five three. I think these are just the best. Uh, Kylie, see, so Kylie, is this your nickname or someone else's? No, it's my kid. I got two kids. Okay, so you're gonna give. Are you gonna give us two nicknames here, or just one? Yeah. Okay, no, give us three if you want. All right, okay. give us yeah. give us the first one, and we'll guess why they're called that. Curly top. Curly top. Curly top. Wow, the mind goes straight to curly hair. Me too. Kate. Curly hair. Curly top. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, Let's I like go. that. That's a win. What's the other one? <laughs> Fingers. Fingers. This sounds like a toddler who maybe has his or her fingers in everything all the time or slams them in fingers or something, slams them in drawers. We used to touch everything. Ah, yes. fingers. Fingers is such an Aussie nickname. Come here, fingers. <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. One triple three five three. Emma, tell us your nickname and we'll guess how you got it. Uh, so the nickname's Bush Pig. Bush Pig. Bush Pig. It's not a nice nickname, is it, Emma? Do you don't introduce yourself as Bush Pig <laughs> to people? Definitely at- not. <laughs> Bush Pig. I just reckon you liked pigging, Emma. You're one of those girls, like, you know, going yeah, out. No, yeah, no, that's not why I got it. What is it, so, Emma? Why are you called Bush Pig? So my dear sister, when I was probably about 10 years old, gave me that nickname because it was the brand of a piece of clothing I was wearing. And you've never lived it down. No, some people use it, some don't. The older I get, the more it disappears, which is a good thing. But, but that's the thing with nicknames. They stick sometimes, They're don't like they? Velcro, mm. Emma. Like, they just stick. Oh, that just sucks that yours is Bush Pig. One triple three five three. Colin's here. Colin, tell us your nickname and we'll guess how you got it. Uh, locate. 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 Oh, lo- is this your nickname, loco. Colin, or a friend's? Loco. 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 Yeah. Oh. Like a yeah. Um, locomotive trains were slow, weren't they, Kate? Like steam trains? Yeah. And- I'm thinking also loco is crazy in like oh, Spanish yeah. too, isn't it? You're so loco. But if you're thinking loco is in locomotive, which is typically slow, I'm guessing this guy, if you ask him to do something, he does it at like a snail's pace. Good guess. He's a big guy. He took a fair while to wind up and get going. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Colin. That's good, Colin. <laughs> My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It falls. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure. Maybe you want to dribble, dribble. You know. My money jiggle, jiggles. Oh, unfortunately. $200 million is up for grabs tonight in Powerball. With us this morning, we have James Eddy from The Lot. Morning, James. You're probably a busy guy today, I'm guessing. Morning, guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's already been a big morning, but uh, always got time to you. Always got time. Good on you. James, the stats I'm reading is half of the country, half of Australia will have a Powerball $200 million jackpot lottery ticket tonight. Yeah, well, half of Australian adults uh, will have uh, an entry into this nice drawer. Good and- clarification there. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's make sure we're aware of that. And uh, look, everyone's going to have their fingers crossed, probably be sitting on the edge of their seats when those numbers uh, drop tonight and hope that they've got the right numbers to win $200 million. James, is this the biggest Powerball jackpot in the history of Powerball jackpots? 
<laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So our previous record was $160 million mm. back in October, wow. 2022. So on that occasion, three players split the division one jackpot, each went home with $53.3 million. And if one person were to win 200, the whole $200 million tonight, they'd also take the crown as the largest lottery winner in Australian history. Wow. So James, the million dollar question or the $200 million <laughs> question as it may be, what, what are your hints and tips when it comes to Powerball? Because when I've heard, like, I don't know if this is an old wives' tale, but I've heard you're better to pick your own numbers than auto-generated numbers. Is that right? 100% an old wives' tale you've right. heard there. Okay. Uh, look, I'll tell you the winning numbers are, no, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> 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 There's a few different things. So, the, uh, look, it really is um, a game of chance. You know, every ball has the exact same odds of being drawn. But last year we found it was about a 50-50 split mm. with quick pick and marked entries. So people who have those special dates and those special numbers and people who just go, no, nah, take it out of my hands, I'm going to randomly generate them. The way that you can sort of guarantee that you have a, a bit of a, an extra help is if you get a power hit entry, which guarantees you that all important power ball. So last week we had 26 division two winners who won $110,000, nothing to shirk at, but if they'd had that power ball, they may well have taken home $150 million. So wow. uh, that's the little bit of help that you can get. Well, James, I've got my uh, power hit tonight and I've got my own numbers tonight. So I'm just covering all bases here. Yeah, so do I. It's, yeah, it's a good option. It is a good option. Now, James, there is is there someone's job inside the lot that gets to call the person or people that win Division 1? Is that a legit thing? Yeah, and he's got two thumbs and it's me. Oh, uh, <gasps> And uh, myself and a, and a couple of my colleagues. Great. So, what uh, time can I expect your call then, James? <laughs> yeah, I'll call you. Don't call me. Okay. So, wow. Uh, it'll be about uh, eight forty-five, nine o'clock. If there's a division one winner tonight, that we make that phone call. So, that's the advice that we're giving out to lottery winners. If you see a number calling at eight forty-five, nine p.m., don't hang up on us. Don't ignore it. We might have some good news. Wow. That must be a life-changing experience for you personally, just to make that yeah. call. Like, wow. What's, yeah. the, what's the best one you've ever got, James? Lots of swear uh, words? Someone or? passed out? Or? <laughs> uh, there's been a variety. The yeah. best one would be uh, a winner from that last record draw, that $160 million. He was a, uh, a grandfather from Victoria. He won $53.3 million. <laughs> he talked about, you know, he was concerned about how he was going to buy his grandson a dog for Christmas, how he was going to look after his family. Uh, he pretty much just retired his family after that. And wow. bought, uh, I think his quote was, my grandson can have as many dogs as he wants. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure his own kids, the, the parents' kids, would just love that. A dog <laughs> farm for the grandkid. Um, James from the lot. It's $200 million. It's an Aussie record. It's incredible stuff. Thanks for your hints and tips this morning, mate. Nah, good luck, guys. Hopefully talk to you tonight. I, Kate, am like I would hazard a guess thousands of people across North Queensland. I am one of those people that have a love-hate relationship with the gym. (laughs) And by that I mean my body and my mind loves me when I go to the gym. Yeah. But in the moment, I hate going to the gym. Like, I like the way it makes me feel, but I don't enjoy the process of, oh, I've got to go to the gym today. It's the hardest part, is it? That mental game. Getting through the door is the hardest part. Sure is. And... 
Yesterday, going to the gym, lost out to me going to the bakery. So I finished work <laughs> and you went to the gym. So like props to you. Um, but I, I literally, like I drive down Dalrymple Road and I can go left to go to the gym yeah. or I can go right to go to the bakery at Mount Louisa, the little Mount Louisa shops there. I think it's called Townsville Bacon. And I don't know what, but the world pulled me to the right <laughs> yesterday. And you know this, um, I spoke to you about this, but in the lead up to Christmas, I was seeing a trainer mm. twice a week because I went back to the gym for the first time in a few years. I thought, oh, if I, like, it's quite expensive, so I can't do it ongoing. But I thought if I get a trainer just to sort of get me amped up or whatever. So I did that in the lead up to Christmas. And I kid you not, as I pull into the car park and walk towards the bakery at Mount Louisa at lunchtime yesterday, <laughs> walking out of the bakery is the personal trainer. Stop it. Who was training with me on Mondays and Fridays late last year. Now, lucky for me, I was coming in, like it's a real traditional kind of row, like it's a straight front kind of row of shops there at Mount Louisa. There's Mm. like a deli and a BWS and the bakery and all that sort of stuff. And lucky I was coming from one direction and he was like, say I'm coming from the left, he's coming out and chucking a right, so he's going the other way. And when I saw him, like, he didn't see me. So I quickly scooted, like, up, like, real close to the wall and then, like, scurried into the bakery. Genuinely hiding. (laughs) Genuinely hiding so he wouldn't see me. And he's obviously got to the car and driven off. I think it was a success. Like, unless he's seen me from the back and worked out my profile. You don't think he saw you? You reckon you got away with it? I think I got away with it. Hang on. So what was he doing in the bakery? Yeah. Well, he's look. He's a fit-looking guy. I've got work to do. He's a PT. <laughs> like he's already done the work. But it did get me thinking on the way home, man. If only I put like one tenth of the effort into hiding from the trainer. Like if I put that effort into the gym, <laughs> I'd be a very healthy man. <laughs> so I'm a crap gift giver. <laughs> I, I am. I self launching ad- right in there. I am a self admitted crappy gift giver, and I am married. To a very considerate gift giver. So, right, I've mentioned before. Where it's, Matt, it's your birthday this month, but is it Matt's as well? It is. It's oh, man. so when my it rains at pause. It, it generally does in our house. So Matt's birthday, and he's probably dropping the kids off at school this morning at the moment. He's in the car. Matt's birthday is the sixteenth of February. Mine is the twenty sixth of February. So there's ten days in between our birthday, and Matt. Like Matt te- messaged me, I was like two weeks ago, and he sort of said to me, "Hey, I'm going to be taking some money out of our account. It's for your birthday." And immediately I went, "Not." Oh, I went, "Oh God, why?" My birthday is ten days after his, and he's already organised, got my birthday present, like considered. He's one of these people that like notices things that you say, oh, and like a gift man. will turn up, and he'll be like, "Oh, I got you this because oh. you mentioned like six months ago that you yeah. needed that." I was like. God, why don't really we? Because I'm like you. Why don't we have that skill, Kate? I, why can't we pick up on hints? Do you know what I think? Have you read that book? It's called like, uh, like the love language or something. It's like how you like to receive your love. No, there's but like, I've heard of the love language like, before. Yeah. Uh, words of affirmation. There's gifts and stuff. Physical touch. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So they say people will sort of uh, show their love language by how they sort of show love. So I think maths, Matt's, sorry, my husband, Matt's. Um, 
love language. I think he likes to receive presents, which is really unfortunate because I'm just so crap at them. Matt doesn't like a whole heap of things. He's not a fussy sort of guy. He likes basketball jerseys, right? So he watches a lot of NBA. He sort of collects all of the Aussie basketball players. So he's got like Patty Mills jersey. Um, Him and Elliot from the Rush Hour get on very, very well. They actually would actually. (laughs) Josh Giddy. So he's got them all. And when I sort of found out that he'd already bought the present, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what What? What do you want for, for, for your birthday? Because this is what I ask him all the time is, oh, I just like another basketball jersey. And then I was kind of doing the maths. I'm like, okay, I'm 16 days out from his birthday. If I order a jersey, is it actually going to turn up online, like in time? And I've done this so many times. I can't even tell you every single birthday, and Matt and I have been together for 10 years this year, I reckon nine out of 10 years Every single time I've ordered him a jersey, mm-hmm. it's always turned up late. Of course. Always. What size is he? Do you know? Oh, double XL? Yeah, same as Elliot from the Rush Hour. Great. <laughs> Catch so up Elliot- with him this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot. I need a jersey. It's triple M breakfast.